Welcome to episode 106, brought to you from my living room couch. (laughs) You may or may not hear uh, my refrigerator running in the background, but this is not the strangest of places that I've recorded. Actually, one of the strangest and best audio booths I have in my realm right now would be the car (laughs) that's parked in the garage. Oddly enough, I had company in town during the Back to Basics series, and I got sick right before that happened, and so I honored my body and my sleep, and I ended up having to record that entire series in real time, and I had nowhere to record when I had family staying with me in town, and everybody went to bed, and I was playing hostess with the mostess, and so... I put my work off until everyone was cared for and I had to record from my car one night. (laughs) So this should not be uh, all that bad. I'm pretty comfy. Uh, That's besides the point. I'm excited to talk to you about self-care, which is why you're listening tonight, tonight, today, this morning, whatever time of day it is. That's why you clicked. That's why you're listening I have not talked about this on the podcast. Is that a weird thing? Probably, but no, because I think self-care is so cliche. And I actually teach, like, let's unbrainwash this from every mom's brain in everything that I do, which I'm so excited to dive into this, you guys. If you haven't already attended my completely free workshop, I talk about this cliche like idea of self-care Sunday and how I think it's a horrible idea and why it was created. I talk about it inside of the Academy and we're just going to dip into that today. Just a smidge. We're actually going to go on the fun side of things because there is a part of me that does love taking care of myself in the cliche way. So we're going to talk about it because it's fun. And if you haven't attended the workshop, you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash workshop, um, or you can click in the show notes to find it. Anyway, how about we dive into my top 10 favorite mom go-to self-care items, and I'm going to tell you how I get around to doing self-care on a regular basis, not just on hashtag Sunday. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Okay, I said we're only going to touch on this briefly, the whole idea behind why I think self-care Sunday is a terrible idea and why I think the word self-care is just ridiculous and I want to get rid of it from mom culture altogether. So hold me accountable here. (laughs) Somebody shoot me a text message if I'm going too long. No, but really let's, let me just say it in like 
a few sentences. The term self-care came up and was created because people were living their life in burnout. And that to me is like the epitome of a big fat no-no. Like shame on you. You've got it all wrong. If you are living in a space where you feel like you have to have a self-care day or a self-care trip or a self-care anything, it's because you're not honoring yourself every single day of your life. Now, hear me out. This entire episode is going to be what I do for self-care. But the point is to say, I absolutely think that if you're in a space right now where you're using self-care, a self-care day as your excuse, as your crutch to live in that moment without guilt, we need to look at that further because that's how you burn out. That's how you grow resentful. That's how you lose sight of who you are. If you're just living in this cycle of work really hard until I burn out and then give myself self-care or work like a dog, right? Do all the things for everyone and then raise the white flag that says like mom's about to have a mommy meltdown or a nervous breakdown because mom's not been paying attention to herself. And so now she has to use this ploy of, well, I need self-care and other people do self-care and self-care is trendy. Like they teach this in massive workplaces. And I just never want to be the kind of leader that forces other people that are learning from me to work themselves so hard that they have to use this trendy notion of self-care in order to make themselves feel better. I want to work from the ground up, not from the top down. Okay. Now let's switch modes. (laughs) I think I kept that short enough, right? Now we're actually going to talk about what I do like about self-care because I do like it. Um, I do love taking care of myself a lot. And I think as moms, we put on the back burner how we can take care of ourselves and we lose touch with what that looks like because we can't go and get our nails done anymore. (laughs) At least I didn't. Like the second I got pregnant, I was like, no chemicals will touch my body ever. They will never, and they won't touch my children. And then when Frankie was like four, I was like, we're going, you're coming with me. You're sitting on my lap. (laughs) I'm over this. Uh, Which actually now I've found some nail salons that like are toxin free ish for the most part. Right. But no, I do. I really think that we, we think that self-care has to look a certain way. And so we think that we can't do it and we don't know where to find the time. Right. So it's just been something that's been so important to me. I've opened up about this before, just how I watched my mom give up every part of who she was. She was an incredible mother, but I really watched her give so much of herself that I think it hurt her, you know, in a lot of ways. And I see that now as a mom and, and as a grown daughter, you know, 
that that was hard. And I, I want to change that for my kids and for me, you know, and for you and for anybody that's listening. So I have found a way to prioritize myself through my routines and through my framework that I teach over and over and over again until I'm blue in the face. Um, and we're going to dive into it a little bit. So I think what would be fun, the most fun, the funnest is to just pop off all 10 of my favorite go-to self-care items. And then I'm going to get into how I make it happen. Cause that's the real like tangible juicy stuff. Right. And then at the very end, I'm going to throw you out some of my DIY recipes for some of these things that I use. So this is stuff that I really, truly believe, um, is good for like moms, right? It could be good for other people too, but this is what I do. Okay. So here's my first, my first, first, first thing that I do that I love. This is a massive part of my self-care. You guys are going to laugh, but it's my water and please, (laughs) please don't hit pause yet. Hear me out. I have a system for it. Of course I do. Right. That I really love. So I, I've just learned that if you're dehydrated, your brain capacity is not even functioning on all cylinders. You're probably going to eat more, which then it's going to make you feel crummy. A lot of the times when I feel like I want a snack, I'm actually like, Chelsea, you're thirsty. And that's like a, a proven scientific thing to try drinking first before you grab a snack. And so the rule of thumb that I follow is half my body weight in ounces. And I love water cups, thermoses. I live in Arizona and I love cool water. I don't like cold water. I don't like ice just sitting in my water. I put ice in it to make my room temperature water cool. And I hate the ice that comes out of my refrigerator. We use a filter, like a separate filter, Um, like in a decanter from the pure company, which I love so much. It's a smaller version of a Berkey and a much more affordable version of a Berkey, but it's the exact same thing. And we don't keep a filter on our refrigerator because we don't use the water, but it makes our ice so crummy. (laughs) So I'm like, Oh, that's probably ridiculous. We should change that filter. But so what I've been doing is I've been taking my water and filling it up in my mason jars for the day. So I have two big mason jars and that's all the water I need for the day. And I have these really awesome lids that I got off of an in cap walking through Walmart that screws onto the mason jar. And it has like a a slide and a, a drink spout on it. And you can also put a straw. So my stainless steel straw goes in there and I put them in the fridge at the end of the night. And then in the, like the next morning, I have all of my water ready to go for me. It's cold when I need it. And I'm obsessed. And every single time you guys have seen me so many times, I actually haven't done it in a while. I might do that tomorrow. I always show me filling up my water because it is a huge part of my self care. So that's the first thing. Okay. The second thing that I do is, um, I take hot baths with Epsom salts scented with essential oils. I'm going to share that recipe at the very end, how I make them. It's actually really genius. I got it from one of my, uh, like my oil lady, the, one of the gals that I watch, I actually watched two gals, one from doTERRA and one from young living, but yeah, I've got this really neat setup next to my bath. Um, that has this little, like cute little tin white bucket. And it has a few things in it that I love 
and it's on a stool and I have just like a little washcloth there and I don't have a bath tray yet because <laughs> I'm picky and I will get one of those so that I can read in there more often. But honestly, like start taking baths. They're amazing. And here's my other, uh, my other self-care item that goes hand in hand with that essential oils, like in a diffuser and battery operated candles. So this is another way that I love to care for myself. So this is the third thing. And here's why I linked this right up with the baths, because even if it's just for 10 minutes, I turn the lights off and I turn on these battery operated candles and, um, it's like a game changer. I immediately feel like I'm in like a resort or some spa and it's insanely relaxing. I do that almost in the, in the summertime, it's more likely I'll take one a day at nighttime in the winter time. I almost always take one in the morning when I wake up. Um, and sometimes I even take them at night too, but I love, 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 love. I would say that I probably bathe during the week more than I shower. I shower way less because then that requires me to either wear a shower cap on my hair or wash my hair, which is a chore. So those, that's one, two, and three. Those are my favorite things. The diffuser, I get like run of the mill diffusers. I get them from anywhere and everywhere. Amazon, uh, Walmart has some really awesome little, 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 little diffusers that are seriously like super powerful. And it cost me 10 bucks. I've been really impressed with its performance and they're in like these earth tone colors. I think I'm going to go back and get me a couple more and just like pop them all over the house. Some of my favorite oils to diffuse are all of the ones that smell like earth <laughs> patchouli, um, any of the pine spruce, cedarwood, sandalwood, like super, super earthy. There once was a candle that was called wet dirt. And for those of you that live in Arizona, I don't know about any of the other like desert mountain states that don't get a ton of rain, which is pretty much just Arizona. When it rains here, it literally has the most distinct smell you've ever smelled. And it, we all that live out here say it smells like wet dirt. I can sometimes liken it to what an old book smells like. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with that too. Like I love to go into used bookstores and just open a book and put my nose in it. That was pre COVID clearly, <laughs> but even still like at Goodwill sometimes when we get books for the kids, just that, that old book smell is there anyway. So just, just the fact of like diffusing smells, there's a lot of like research and science behind aromatherapy, obviously, which is why it's so big and huge with, with self-care, but there really is something so special about it. And you can pick up like run of the mill oils from like your local health food store, even the ones that they sell in Walmart, they're not, you know, super high quality. I wouldn't recommend putting them on your skin, but you can diffuse them. You know, it's way better than a candle. And, and when you make those kinds of choices to start doing things that are less toxic, even that alone just makes you feel like you're taking care of yourself and your family in a way. So that's definitely why those made the list for sure. Okay. Here's number four, kombucha. <laughs> I drink kombucha, not a ton. I used to brew it myself, which for those of you that don't know what kombucha is, it is fermented tea. Don't gag. 
It tastes amazing. Uh, now people get all freaked out because the bottle says it has alcohol in it. It doesn't have alcohol in it. The FDA just got their hands in the things and there's like trace elements because it's fermented, but it's not, it's okay. Friends like for real. And there's no caffeine in it and the sugar content is pretty low and there's like tons and tons and tons of good bacteria in it. And it's a treat for me for sure. Since I don't, you know, I try and eat as clean as possible. So that's something that I really, really look forward to. And when I have that on hand, I'm able to treat myself with it. Just like running to Starbucks for a lot of you, I'm sure. And so I've tried to make switches from those types of things because there's guilt along with it, right? To some, some other alternatives that don't give me guilt. And so if you're doing things to take care of yourself that do, impose guilt afterwards, I would encourage you to look through my list and see if there's any replacements on this list that you could use. Right along with kombucha, the next one, the fifth thing that I do is I love to have good clean snacks on hand. So most of the time my snacks are paleo. I try and keep them paleo because then I know that there's not going to be a lot of additives in them and they're going to be grain and dairy free. Now, when I tell you what my favorite snack is to have on hand, is not paleo because it has whey protein in it, which I'm not a fan of, but I'm obsessed with the perfect bar. It's a refrigerated bar that is nut based and it's almost a meal replacement for me. It's like 400 calories and I pair that with a kombucha. And most of the time, if I had, if I didn't have a smoothie for breakfast and I had a meal, then that sometimes can be my lunch, which I love when I'm having a work block. So I can just go grab that. I go for a quick walk around the block and then I come right back to work. But if I had a smoothie for breakfast, I can't have that bar as well because it's just not enough to sustain me. But the thing that I love so much is when I'm feeling like this dip in my day and I know that I have those things on hand that I intentionally bought for myself, I made space for it in my budget in my grocery list that I did that for me. And it's a real pick me up. And I'm like real territorial about that stuff. Blaine, he likes them too. And so I'll ask him, Hey, do you want any perfect bars this week? And if he says, no, uh, mom's not sharing. (laughs) No, I'm not. That's my self care. Like I know. And I look forward to it. I look forward to these things. And I, and I, discipline myself and I work hard and I reward myself. That's how I take care of myself, right? That's how I motivate myself through the day. And these are just little teeny tiny nuances. This episode is really just to give you kind of the nitty gritty of how I'm getting myself through every day, the day to day, the high performing, the constant production of work, all of that kind of stuff, right? It's because I'm taking care of myself. And these are my go-to items that I, that I use to be able to do that. Okay. Let's talk some fun stuff. Now, this is the sixth one, my skincare routine. So I am not great about this at all. I'm actually pretty lousy about it, but when I do it, I love, love, love it. I'd say I do it one to two times a week. I wish it was more like three or four. Obviously ideal would be every day, but ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) Some people do. I just haven't prioritized it. Right. Uh, 
taking off my makeup every single day, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm terrible about that, you guys, but I do love to take care of myself and nurture myself through my skincare routine, which I have this really awesome exfoliator that I use. And it's actually just a rag. Like it's a, an actual like exfoliation towel that I use with a really clean, fair trade, super eco-friendly, um, face wash that I get at Sprouts, which is my natural grocery store. And then I have a toner from the same company that I love. And then I use my essential oil glow serum after that. And I'm going to give you that recipe at the end too. So that's another one of my favorites, right? Coming right up behind that is number seven, which is an ice roller. Well, actually it's two rollers. rolling in general is awesome for your lymphatic system and for your fascia, which is, (laughs) sounds like a fancy word, but fascia, according to Google, is a thin casing of connective tissue that surrounds and holds every organ, blood vessel, bone, nerve, fiber, and muscle in place. (laughs) The tissue does more than provide internal structure. Fascia has nerves that make it almost as sensitive as skin. When stressed, it tightens up. So oddly enough, in my interpreting career that I did for a very long time, I got to interpret uh, this massage therapy school and we I had to interpret over cadavers and I got to look at what fascia is on a dead body. Not my favorite moment, but incredibly educational (laughs) and rolling foam rolling with a foam roller gets into your fascia and it's like the most painful, but yet euphoric process in the world. What it feels like is a deep, deep tissue massage that you can do for yourself. And I use a peanut roller. So this like classic foam roller that you see at every gym and in Target and in Walmart, I will, I literally like very rarely use those. Sometimes I'll use them for my quads and my IT band. Actually I do, I have one that I use for that, but it's not as often as I use my peanut roller and it's literally shaped like a peanut, like a, like an actual peanut and you lay on it and it rolls your glutes, um, the muscles on the outside of your spine, your neck, your traps, uh, your hip flexors, like all of those little places. Cause it's, it's kind of got like two big balls on each side of it, like a peanut, right? Like no, a big nodule. And it's just, they're, they're a little less dense, you know, like they just, they're a little bit more malleable. I could probably talk about this forever because I'm obsessed with it. It makes me feel like a million bucks. Now the other roller that I use is a frozen one that, um, I don't use a gua sha stone, which is kind of the same thing for your face, but the, the frozen, um, like muscle roller that I use, I actually use it on my face with my glow serum. And that's why I just started talking about this, why this was the next one on my list. Because every time I do it, I'm like, man, Chelsea, you should really do this more often. And it is part of my skincare routine. I actually drop the oils on this frozen ball when it comes in contact with my skin, it melts and I just, it's pretty chilly, but it feels amazing. And I roll it on my neck, everywhere on my face and my traps. Like 
it's so incredible. So those are two of the other things that, and I, I lumped them into one because I was like <laughs> reaching number 11 and 12. So I grouped those two together. It's rolling, rolling with an ice roller on my face and in my neck, kind of all over in my lymph nodes there. And then foam rollers. Okay. Here's number eight. You're totally going to laugh at me like hundred percent of the time you're going to laugh because Blaine totally makes fun of me. They're called heel softeners. <laughs> Blaine, the other day we were driving in the car and I told Blaine, like we were all talking about, oh, what are we going to do when we get home, you know? And I said, oh, because we were out at Frankie's softball game and my feet were dirty. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to get home and wash my feet in a warm bath, like sit on the edge of the tub and like wash my feet. And I'm like, oh, and I'm going to use the pumice stone and I'm just going to like exfoliate my feet and then I'm going to put my heel softeners on. And he's like, what the heck is a heel softener? (laughs) And they're amazing. You guys, it's a sock that's toeless, right? And the heel of them on the inside is solid silicone. And so after you totally soak and exfoliate your feet, they're super soft and supple and the pores are open. You put lotion on them, like a really, really good heavy cream without chemicals in it at all. Just like a super nice heavy duty cream. Even just lotion is fine. And you put those heel, those like little socks on. I call them heel softeners. I don't know what they're called. And you sleep in them. And when you wake up the next day, you feel like you have brand new feet, like, like better than you just went and had them. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm just not going to say the cheese grater, even though it's a cheese grater. I've never had it done, but I watch other people get it done when they, when I go get a pedicure when I used to. And it seriously is disgusting. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, you don't have to do that. If you do this, if you use my heel softeners, you can get them at like, Target or Walmart. Obviously Amazon has everything. Um, I need to get some new ones cause I've had mine for a long time. Uh, anyway, so that's one of my ways that I love to take care of myself is pop, pop them bad boys on from time to time. And then, um, I think we're at number nine, pretty sure skincare routine for my whole entire body. This is huge. I know I talked about one for my face, but my whole body, one of my favorite things to do. And I for sure do this one at least at least once a week. And it is either dry brushing or I have a wet brush in my shower too that I use. Dry brushing is stinking amazing for your lymphatic system. They actually say that it helps reduce cellulite, which I don't know. I don't know all about that, but, um, for sure it improves blood circulation and it helps with your lymphatic system, which are two really, really awesome, like internal benefits to not, only just like making you feel good on the outside and look good, but it's actually helping you on the inside. Right. So, um, dry brushing is so amazing at first. It's a little uncomfortable, but then you get used to it. Or I have a major like exfoliator, same kind of like brush, um, that I use in the shower too. Or my other one is a sugar scrub. Uh, there for a while I was doing my sugar scrub like a couple times a week. And I'm going to give you that recipe in just a second too. But I absolutely love giving myself like a super heavy duty exfoliation and then giving myself a good moisturizing like lotion or if you have like a body butter or something like that afterwards, 
it is amazing what your body feels like. And you know, the reason why I started doing this is because I went to this Korean day spa in LA about uh, like five years ago with one of my best friends. And we have not been back since, but it's like, you should just Google Korean day spa (laughs) and see what comes up. It is like a full body, no clothed at all experience, 100%. And it is very different, but amazing. They have like, I can't wait to go back again. They have like this hot tub that's actually full of like, I want to say it's like Hogwarts tea. They have um, like a solid charcoal room. They have a solid room that's just 100% um, Himalayan salt. They have a steam room. They have a dry sauna. And then they also have like this cold pool that you can get in after your body's been super, super hot. And it like makes your um, blood vessels dilate. and it's just like the craziest feeling. And then they give you this insane exfoliation treatment that you almost feel like you're bruised and beaded and battered afterwards. I'm not joking. It's really weird. They just like lay you out on these tables and these Korean ladies come and they just like super exfoliate you down to what feels like your bones and like eraser flakes of skin comes off of your entire body. Like, and then they hose you down like, like, like legit a hose. It is the weirdest experience, but then when you get done, you get this robe, whatever, and then you go out of like the actual like private spa area and they have this solid, solid stone of, of jade. It's like green jade stone, like the stone that comes from the earth and it's warm and they, you just like lay there and people take naps and then there's a Korean restaurant that's attached to it. You guys, it's blissful. And my skin, you remember the first time you ever shaved your legs? Do you remember what that felt like when you got into bed and you were like, oh my gosh, that's what it felt like. And so it stayed like that for almost two weeks. That is why I do a full body, like hardcore exfoliation because it was the best feeling in the whole entire world. And just holding on to that dead skin too is a, is a, it's a part of us releasing toxins, right? That's why, and like the nasty from our body, that's why we shut our skin. And so just getting rid of that is another massive way that I take care of myself. Okay. Last but not least is my nails. I love to do my nails. I have like a bazillion different nail kits in my house. I love DIYing my nails. I used to go and get them done, but once we went on to our, um, like zero based budget, I was like, I do not want to spend my money on that when I can so easily do it from home. So I've tried stickers. I actually have like my own hard gel, like setup at home, um, all kinds of options. And I super, super duper love that here. Now let me get to the fun stuff, like the juicy meaty. How do I make this happen all the time? People are gonna be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Well, as you can see, I build them into my routines. They, I have systems for this, right? And so I have a morning routine every single morning and a nighttime routine every single night. And I plug these into a lot of them. Obviously my hot bath, that's when that takes place. But like my kombucha and my paleo, the diffuser, the (laughs) having the battery operated candles, all of that kind of stuff. That's how I take care of myself in the waking hours with kids around. Like 
I know that I'm setting those things up for myself to be able to care for myself in the middle of the chaos, in the middle of the crazy, in the middle of what looks like and feels like sometimes standing in the eye of, or in the eye of a hurricane or a tornado. And in that, is how you push through from hour to hour, from day to day, from week to week, is making sure that these things are integrated into everything that you do. That's why I created the fundamental needs system. It is integral. Like You cannot survive without it, 100%. If you don't have your fundamental needs dialed in yet, I have a free workbook. You just download it, and it teaches you exactly how to come up with your fundamental needs. Um you can find that linked in the show notes, or you can come over to the Facebook group and it is right there in the very top post for you to snag. Uh, you can also go to chelseajoe.co and click on free at the very top and you'll see all of my free resources there. So that's, that's when I do these things. And it's a, it's a mind shift, right? Of knowing that you don't have to take care of yourself in big grandiose ways you can stack these, right? And then it becomes this ripple effect where I'm taking care of my, myself in incremental ways every day and every week. Do I sometimes allow myself a couple hours on Sunday to go through this full exfoliation process? Yeah, I do. But it's not every single Sunday. I know that I can take a shower anytime that I want to. And I've worked really hard to make that possible with my children to know, hey, when mom's in here, you knock before you come in. This is a private space. I hope that they know how to create a private space for them when they're older because it provides sanity. It provides boundaries. And I worked really hard on that. I worked really hard to be able to poop and pee by myself, you guys. Does Bailey come and stick her fingers underneath the door every once in a while? Absolutely. But I've told her, hey, mom needs privacy. Guess what Bailey says now every single time she goes, boop. Hey, mom, I need some privacy right now. The door is open, but she makes us walk away. Like, for real. <laughs> and then the Blaine's claim to fame, like, he loves telling the story. He's like, no, 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 no. It's my favorite thing when you put her, she gets up on the potty, but sometimes she needs help because she's tiny still. And she, like, has to climb up the stairs to get to the toilet, right? And you will walk away. And she's like, one day she was like, dad, no. I don't need my privacy. <laughs> she like didn't want him to leave. I don't need my privacy. <laughs> so those things are really important that you create a space for yourself because everybody needs that and it's okay to teach your kids what that looks like, okay? Now, what about these recipes? All right, here's the first recipe, my bath salts. So if you take a, just a glass jar and you pour a bag of soaking salts or Epsom salts in it, you can get them from Walmart. Walmart's like the cheapest place I've found them. And then when you run out of essential oils, when they're all gone, don't throw the bottle away. You open up the bottle and you throw the whole thing, the open bottle, plus the little plastic, um, like not the lid, but the, the top. You put that in there and the lids, and I put all my empty bottles inside of my essential oils. I mean, inside of my bath salts and the essential oils that are like the little microscopic amounts, they totally infuse themselves into the salts. Like I open that bad boy up and it smells amazing. Every once in a while, you know, I'll grab just like a cup of plain salts and I'll douse them with like tea tree and eucalyptus 
and sometimes lavender. Lavender is not my favorite, but every once in a while at nighttime, I'll do that. But for the most part, I just use my jar of <laughs> like one time I got a little scooper in there. It's like, what's that thing floating in my bathtub? And it was a cap that I had overlooked and it fell in my tub, but it's, it's so easy, you guys. And you're stretching your oils and making them go out even further. Okay. Here's another recipe. My sugar scrub that I talked about. So it's literally coconut oil and sugar and that's it. I don't measure anything. I make it to the consistency that I want. So it's almost like toothpaste, right? And then you put whatever essential oils in it that you want. I love me some eucalyptus in the shower. Vanilla and orange is also one of my favorites. Speaking of orange, here's another one of my favorite scrubs. Save your old coffee grounds and mix it with coconut oil and a good heavy dose of orange essential oil. And it, no joke, smells like chocolate when you're in the shower and you use it to scrub your entire body and it smells like chocolate. So it's orange oil, coffee grounds. So after you've made your coffee, you just pour those into a mason jar and save them in the fridge so they don't mold. And then once it's full, you mix it with coconut oil, right? Until it has that consistency and put a bunch of drops of orange oil in it. It is amazing. Okay. Here's my last recipe is my glow serum. So I like an almond oil. Um, there's a lot of different oils that you can use. I don't use coconut oil on my face, although you can, if you just go on Pinterest or Google, like your skin type, if you have oily skin or dry skin or mature skin and look at what carrier oil is best, you'll get a whole list of them. And that's like the base and then I put in whatever essential oils I want in there. So frankincense, and I also Googled, well, actually I did it on Pinterest, what essential oils are good for um, my skin tone, which I have a mix of dry and oily both. But, and then I just kind of pulled some of those and I put it in there and I was done. I put some tea tree in there. There's a little bit of lavender, definitely frankincense. Copia, I think is in there or Cobia. I, I can't remember how it's spelled. Um, and actually there's like, there's several in there. I just like dumped a bunch in. It doesn't smell like, you know, those typical like creams that you put on your face or whatever. It smells like essential oils, which is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And knowing that I'm putting things on my face that are helpful. Oh my gosh. It's like the best sensation in the world. And within 30 minutes, it's all completely soaked in and my face feels amazing. And I just keep it in a little dropper bottle and I keep it on my vanity. And that is how I like to practice self-care. So I hope this has been fun for you. And I would love to know what kind of self-care you do. You might not be as oily as me and that's okay, but I would encourage you to become as oily as me. (laughs) I don't sell it. Um, but I've got two really good reps from both of my favorite companies, which is doTERRA and young living. So if you're looking for a contact, let me know. I can definitely hook you up and until next time, friends, it has been fun as always hanging out with you from a couch (laughs) and behind my mic. And hopefully I will be able to connect with you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, If today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. 
And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.